You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked On Tigers. Today is Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. It has been raining in the uh, southeast part of Michigan for now 24 hours straight as I am recording this. And if you're listening to this on Thursday... Uh, odds are pretty good by the time you're hearing this, it's going to be pushing 48 straight hours of, uh, of rain here. So uh, I hope everyone's safe. I know there's, there's a lot of, uh, we've been dealing with a lot of floods and stuff. Uh, so, so hopefully everyone stays safe, stay safe on the roads, you know, just an absolute <laughs> train wreck of a, uh, of a, of a week here. So, so stay safe, enjoy the uh, enjoy my soothing voice in your ears as we uh, as we talk some baseball. I know yesterday we talked about not really knowing what we were going to talk about uh, on this show because um, they were almost certainly not going to play. We're never going to play a game today. Like I said, it's been raining for literally a day straight. Uh, and will continue to rain. Uh, tomorrow's status is honestly even a little iffy in my eyes. I'm, I'm not tomorrow being when you're listening to this today, uh, Thursday's game. I'm not sure how you know if, if the radar is true and we're literally just going to get rained on for 48 hours straight. I don't know how they're going to play that game either. Uh, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. For now, though, they did reschedule the game for Monday, which is nice because uh, there might be some implications for playoff seating. Uh, and there also might be, um, more importantly for us, some implications on where we select in the draft. Uh, so we have to play that game, which is nice. I, I like the the odds of us getting a true 500 record are, are better. We only have to go 7-3, and three, baby. Only have to go 7-3. and three. So what are we going to talk about on today's show? There's no Tigers like news, except for, I guess, Joe Jimenez is coming back from, from the IL. That's, that's it. There you go. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Peace and love. Go to therapy's dope. Uh, so, so like that's it. Um, so, uh, so and no game, obviously. So, what are we going to talk about? Well, we are going to talk about MLB award races because those are fun, and I think that there will be some tigers. Uh, I, I will spoil right now. I actually, I don't think a tiger is winning any award. Uh, I, I don't think actually a tiger will come close. Sadly. Uh, but fun to talk about, fun to go over. Those award races are heating up. We only got a week and a half or whatever left in the season. So, uh, so, so yeah, fun. That's what we're going to do. We're going to start and go through every, every award where, uh, I found this cool website that takes into consideration like all the top five, I think, uh, betting sites and then like averages out the odds for all of them. They're all about the same across all bookies anyway, but it's cool to have that. So that's what we're going to be using and we're just going to go over, uh, you know, who the award races, who I think should win the award, you guys, etc. And then tomorrow is a mailbag show. So tomorrow being 
man, it's so hard to articulate this because I, I record these a day before you guys listen to them. Uh, so Friday's show will be a mailbag show. So when you're listening to this, assuming you're listening to this on Thursday, go on the Twitter sphere. There should already be a tweet up by the time you're reading this. Uh, and if not, just fire away anyway. Um, and yeah, Friday's going to be a mailbag. I'm going to get to answer as many questions as possible. So if you have any questions about baseball, about the Tigers, about my favorite breakfast cereal, I don't care. Any any and all questions are more than welcome. Uh, we're going to try to get to as many of the Tigers ones as possible, obviously. But uh, ask away, fire away. If, if you don't want to tweet them out, you can DM them to me. You can do whatever you want. But that's going to be Friday's show. We're going to do a mailbag because uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. Because th- what we have, oh, I, I totally misspoke. We don't play Thursday. We have a scheduled off day Thursday. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely doing a mailbag Friday. Uh, we, we don't even have to worry about the rain for, for Thursday. Uh, so, yeah. Go go on Twitter. DM me if you don't want to tweet them out. Tweet them out publicly. Uh, do whatever. I'm, I'm just going to collect any question that's asked for me. I'll, I'll drop your name on the show, which is kind of cool, I guess. And, uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll answer all your questions. So that's Friday. Be sure to watch out for the tweet. There's going to be a tweet saying, like, reply to this with your question. So um, that'll be out Thursday early in the morning. Uh, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's already out. And you can just reply to the tweet. That's probably the easiest way. But I'll get to anything I receive. So, so that's going to be Friday's show. Okay, let's get into the awards races. Okay, let's get into these races. Uh, first, got to tell you about Lockdown MLB. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please just call him Sully. Every day on Lockdown MLB for a unique look at both present and past Major League Baseball. Featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from Lockdown MLB's teams of local experts. Subscribe to the Lockdown MLB on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's rock and roll, baby. Uh, you guys want to start with MVP? Or do you want to end with them? No, we're going to end with Manager of the Year, actually. And I think everybody knows why. We're going to end with AL Manager of the Year. That's going to be our last one. Uh, let's let's do MVP. Let's just get MVP out of the way. We're going to start with National League. Um, it's actually it's crazy to me because... Current National League MVP odds, Bryce Harper is a slight favorite. Ever so slight. Like, barely at minus 200. And, again, this is, like, averaging out, uh, like, five different big, like, nationwide sports books. So, I'm not sure if these odds you'll actually be able to plug in anywhere. I'm not trying to to do that to y'all. But just, again, reiterating where I'm getting these from. So, Bryce Harper's uh, uh, barely... In the 200s for a favorite. He's literally a minus 200. Uh, Fernando Tatis is a plus 150. Now, this is 100% a two-man race. If you would have asked me in like the middle of August, I would have been a pretty hard advocate for Muncy just because of how crazy of a season he he is still having. He's going to get third, I think. Oh, Juan Soto's in there too. Uh, Muncy will, will get third or fourth. Soto will get whatever Muncy doesn't get. Um, and then... The one and two will undoubtedly, undubitably be Harper and Tatis. So it, it's wild to me that this is actually, between the two MVPs, the closest race, but somehow the less controversial one. 
Like, no matter who you pick, most people are like, oh, yeah, like, I can see it, sure, right? But, like, the AL one, in my eyes, is a is not that close. I understand how great of a season Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is having, really. And I understand, like, you know, if, if he gets triple crown, whatever, and, and I know we're Tigers fans, and I know that we all saw Miggy get the triple crown, and then get, get was given the MVP. And that has like sentimental something. As cool as the Triple Crown is, it's it's not as big of a deal to, to me as I think it might be to other people. RBIs are stupid. Like that is that is a stupid stat. And like again, I'm not sure this isn't me trying to like piss people off, but like RBIs is literally just where you hit in the lineup. If you hit in three through five, or I guess two through four these days, you're going to have more RBIs than if you're a leadoff hitter or bat nine. That's just like how baseball works. Now, I'm not trying to say that, that, that driving in runs is obviously very important. That's literally how you win. But RBIs as a like if, if you use R, I, I I shouldn't like point fingers that directly. I I don't ever use RBIs like like when comparing two players. I'm never gonna be like oh well this dude's got more RBIs he must be a better player. That is has never and will never cross my mind. That's just that's. That's we have so much more information now than we have ever had ever when it comes to baseball that it, it will never that that will never be something that I do. So and, and like batting average again, like people have their opinions on batting average. I think the batting average crowd is a lot more passionate than than maybe like the RBI truthers. But um, batting average is again. And I, I've said this on air before. I, I don't think batting average is completely irrelevant like some people. Now, I, I, I find relevance in batting average when comparing it to an on-base percentage. Right? That, that's how I find relevance within the stat. I, I look at someone's batting average and I see the difference between their batting average and their on-base percentage and go, okay, I, I can, I can kind of get a feel for, for – how much he's getting on base based on just hits and 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 walks and all that kind of stuff. So, I, I do think there is still a, a slight, I don't know, meaning to batting average these days. I, I'm, I I don't think it should be like irrelevant and wiped off the face of the planet and never used again. But I, there are again, it, it's not probably even in the top five stats that I would use to evaluate a player either. Okay. And then home runs is obviously home runs is home runs. That's not that's that's pretty objective. Everybody knows what a home run is. Everybody knows how important a home run is. It's it's the best possible outcome you can have at the plate in any given situation. So everybody's aware of the home run. So so when you're looking at the triple crown stats, uh, like I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess, and, and again, like, like it's a cool thing, and it, and it, you know, Miggy broke a streak where it hadn't happened in so long, and and that's so awesome, and and all that. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr. winning the Triple Crown 
does not even come close to trumping a dude who is who is literally a a top five probably uh, I'll, I'll i'll be I'll, I'll get off the gas a little bit and an objective top five a subjective top three hitting season this year like just purely at the plate as well as having a sub 3-3 ERA at the time of this recording uh, on the mound. That, like, leading the league in RBIs does not trump that. That, that does not null being a, a, in, a, a two-way player who is very good at both things. Like, that's, that's, that's it's, it's honestly, it's ridiculous to me. I, like, I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I think it's absurd to think that uh, that Vlad Jr. deserves the MVP over Otani. I, I think that's preposterous. I, I, I don't even think it's particularly close. I, I think Otani should win it, and honestly, he should win it unanimously. That's So that that's my standing on AL MVP. NL, uh, I'll tell you, NL MVP, I'm currently giving to Bryce Harper. And I, I guess... Like, like if they give it to Tatis, do I think it's going to be like some all-time robbery, right? Like, do I, do I think it's going to be some like, oh my gosh, this is one of the worst uh, MVPs of all time? No, there have been far worse, far worse, okay? And, and that actually be a fun segment. Maybe we should do that over the offseason. Uh, I, need, I need ideas, man. I, I need, I'm, I'm bra- I have a list going on my phone because... Uh, it's a long off season and we're not going to have Tigers news to talk about every day. So I'm, I'm, I'm accumulating these ideas as they pop into my head. So maybe that'd be a fun thing. We can look at like some of the worst awards ever given out. That'll be, I'm a history nerd when it comes to baseball and sports, man. So, uh, that, that would, I would have a blast with that. Okay. So I, uh, my vote would currently go to Harper. I don't see that changing in the last like 10 games of a season. Uh, but if Tatis won it, I, I don't think it would be some massive robbery. I, I don't think he deserves it. I, I Again, my vote would go to Harper. I think Harper's having a better season, but um, it, it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't lose sleep over it or, or you know have a hissy fit over it. Okay, so my MVPs, Harper and Otani. And again, I, I really think Otani should like borderline win it unanimously. I, I, I I really don't think it's, and I know, you know, I, I've already expressed that opinion on Twitter and I've already had listeners express their uh, opinions back to me, I'll say, uh, in, in disagreement. So uh, I know that not everyone's going to agree with that, but I, I just, again, like leading the league in, in, in RBIs and batting average. And, and again, I'm not saying that that's all there is to his season. I understand he is having an unreal offensive season at the plate I do and and he has been the best hitter in baseball comfortably and and is having a ridiculous season and if it was any other season besides what the season Otani's having if this was any other year Vlad would be my MVP vote a lot a lot a lot of other years like compared to last year holy cow he'd win it unanimously right like I'm not trying to say that I, I don't understand how good of a how good of a season Vlad's having because he is having an unreal year. 
that would win him MVP a lot of times. It's just he happens to be going up against what I believe is one of the most unbelievable and impressive single seasons in the history of baseball. And that's Vlad's young, man. People got to realize that's still a young buck. He's going he's gonna to have plenty of opportunities and, and take home plenty of hardware in his career. All right, let's get into the other awards. Uh, but first, got to talk to you guys about DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simpler way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contracts. So get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies based on package. Also got to talk to you guys about our friends over at Molecule Mattress. I'm no athlete. But I do share activities. You know, I, I'm, I'm going, trying to go to the gym more. I, I, I used to play baseball a lot my whole life growing up. I, I have my sleep. My knees are, are shot these days. I'm going to be honest with you. I got plenty of sleep issues. But Molecule Mattress is unreal. Molecule Sleep Scientists literally created the world's perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch. Not like other foam mattresses. It has six times the airflow of my old mattress. So it keeps me cool all night long. It has zone reflex layers that adjust with me in all my weird sleep positions. So I never awaken with a stiff neck or a sore back. And it's antimicrobial. Molecule mattress is how elite athletes and Scout Bentley get their sleep every night. I know you guys really care about the mattress that I'm sleeping on. Now you know. Sleep on Molecule Mattress risk-free for 100 nights, and if you don't have your deepest, most restorative sleep ever, you return it. Visit OnMolecule.com and save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON. Again, save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at OnMolecule.com. All right, everybody, let's get into the rest of the awards here. Uh, American League Cy Young. This is crazy. This is so crazy that I'm about to say this. I never in a billion years would have ever thought I'd be saying these words, but I think Robbie Ray is my American League Cy Young winner. Most bookies have him at the favorite currently, but some are still riding Garrett Cole. Uh, Cole will undoubtedly get second place. Uh, I think that this is a pretty comfortable two-man race. Uh, I also think that Lance Lynn is like the most guaranteed lock for third place in like Cy Young history. Um, yeah, I, he, he will not break that top two, but he also will not go into that, uh, the rest either. I think he's, he's a pretty, if you could bet on third place for Cy Young, bet on Lance Lynn. Um, and yeah, it's going to be between Cole and Ray. Uh, honestly, this, this one might come down to the wire for real. If, if Cole has a, like, if he has two more starts left and he shoves and Ray struggles a little bit, maybe that changes. But if the season ended today, my, my vote is Robbie Ray, which has been pointed out to me a plethora of times that that would mean that the 
2014 Detroit Tigers would have five Cy Young Award winners on their roster. Five. In Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, David Price, Robbie Ray, and Rick Porcello. Five. Five. They also had Anibal Sanchez, who, by the way, won an ERA title. Unbelievable that that team didn't win a ring. That's uh, that's a conversation for another day, though. Actually, I already kind of talked about it on yesterday's show, didn't I? Oh, well. NL Cy Young. I think this is maybe the closest race of uh, so far. Um, NL, NL MVP is pretty close. This is a really close race to me. Uh, it's Burns or Scherzer for me. And Bueller is having a heck of a season. And I think he'd get a lot more looks in most other years. But Scherzer and Burns are, are you know, kind of the same thing I said with Vlad. Are, they're both having historic seasons. I mean, Max Scherzer's ERA and, and, and just stats in general since joining the Dodgers are, are outerworldly. I, I mean, they're absolutely preposterous. Uh, and, and Corbin Burns is uh, having an unbelievable, like, historic season as well. Uh, for those who are into, like, super advanced analytics, he is uh, in FIP, right? So so FIP is kind of... FIP is a stat... How do I explain this to people who might not be familiar? I, I would say FIP is a stat that uh, essentially... FIP, all FIP is, is what your ERA would be if uh, if your like home run and batted ball data was league average. So uh, if the amount of balls put in play, right, if, if, if the batting average of every single ball put in play was like a little bit over 300 and that was the league average, but yours was like 370 and you just had like a little bit of bad luck or people just got a lot of singles and stuff off of you. It's what your ERA would be if that was down to what league average is. Or if you give up a ton of homers, uh, it's what your ERA would be if you gave up a lot less home runs and a lot less uh, batted ball data. So that's essentially what FIP is. And Corbin Burns is having quite literally... I think he has the second lowest, if the season ends today, he'd have the second lowest FIP of all time. I believe, or I guess FIP plus, which is like making it out of a scale of 100, uh, he would have the second lowest of all time. So one of the the greatest seasons in in that stat, in in projective or or should be ERA, like ever, Um, which is definitely... And, and, and he's been having an unreal season since the start, right? Since the beginning of the year, he's had an unbelievable year. So um, I, I really do think it's going to be, well, I, I pretty much know it's going to be one of those two. My current vote would go to Corbin Burns, but like that is also, I think this is the closest race because the NL MVP one, if it went to Tatis, I'd be like, okay, you're wrong, but I can live with it. This one, I genuinely, if it went to either one of these guys, he'd be like, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd be like, all right, yeah, bet. That, that's probably fair. You know what I mean? So uh, I would vote for Burns, but I would have zero reservations or, or ill will about it going to Max Scherzer whatsoever. I, I think that that would be more than deserving as well. Let's get into Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year and then Manager of the Year. So, uh, so Rookie of the Year... 
For the National League, is either going to be India for the Reds or Trevor Rodgers uh, for the Marlins. Uh, it, it's probably it's going to go to India, to be honest. Like like it probably is. Rodgers, I think, deserves a lot more credit than he he might get. Um, like like if India is going to win, I would like to see Rodgers get a unanimous second place. Um, or I guess maybe that's a weird way to put it. I would hope that Rodgers gets some first place votes and no votes. He doesn't receive any vote lower than second. I'll put it that way. I think he should only receive first and second place votes because uh, he, he is having an unbelievable year. And that, that Marlins pitching staff looking forward, man, team's low-key nasty. Really, really low-key nasty. So uh, that's going to be a – and that NL East is such a bleep show. I don't know. That, that could be a fun team going forward. Buy stock in the Marlins, baby. Uh, okay, and then American League Rookie of the Year. This is the one that a lot of people in this community care about, obviously. Um, a Tiger is not going to win this award. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. And should are they going to get, are they gonna get uh, disrespected in the votes? Absolutely. And am I going to be loud and upset about it? Absolutely. But, but a Tiger is not going to win this award. Um, it, it's probably going to be Randy Arozarena, if I had to guess, like right now. Um, but Adolis Garcia is, is going to be in there too. Um, yeah, I, I would say the like, oh, Ryan Mountcastle will be in there as well. Uh, I would say those three are probably the clear three front runners for AL MVP. Akil Badu should. Have a top 10 finish. He should. Like easily. Like probably a top 7 finish. Uh, Do I have confidence that he will? Absolutely not. But he should have like a top 7-ish finish. Absolutely. Um, Eric Haas will get some looks too. I I don't think that he's going to actually threaten to, to take the award. Um, it hit a lot of homers, but that's really the only, th- I mean, he has, you know, he has a one war, which again, love Eric Haas, love him to death. He should get votes. Absolutely. He should get votes. Uh, but there seems to be a lot of people that are like, Hey, a tiger should win AL rookie of the year. And while I was totally on that train, like a month and a half ago, cause I killed was literally leading all American league rookies in, in F war. About a month and a half ago, um, that that has sailed, and I I do not think that a, that a tiger will will win this award. And uh, when when they are inevitably disrespected in the voting, I will be loud and proud about it, and I will get angry about it, and I will call people out. But um, as far as taking home the actual hardware, I I I think that that ship has has unfortunately sailed a little bit. Mize should also get some looks, but I think the the innings limit might end up costing him because he's not looking at one innings limit. He's looking at two, right? He had it in July and September. Uh, so, so I think that's going to cost him from, from getting a serious look either. But we should have at least two guys finish uh, decently respectably and, and get two guys that, that, that receive votes. At, at a bare minimum. So uh, that that's where I stand on the AL MVP. And uh, yeah, the NL MVP should should just 
go to, to India, and, and that should be it. Okay, let's get into our final segment. The uh, the manager of the year, baby. Uh, but first, got to talk to everybody about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, we're talking about odds here. The best place to get great odds, great offers, great everything is BetOnline.ag. With a new updated site interface, even more odds, more props, more contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything Football, head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up. Receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100 from football, basketball, boxing, and right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And lastly, got to talk to you guys about Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and miles, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter offers parts their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers. You have access to rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Just doesn't make sense. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They're reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all your parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on to the How Did You Hear About Us box. They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, really quickly, let's wrap this puppy up, get into the manager of the year. NL manager of the year is should be like the easiest vote in the history of Everness. Uh, Gabe Kepler should easily, comfortably win this award. This team, this Giants team was supposed to be like a, a cellar dweller of the National League and honestly of all of baseball and is now very well could finish with the best record in the sport. It's not even close. If he doesn't win it, something is very, very wrong with, like, everything. Okay, American League. That's all people care about anyway. That's why you're here. Let's talk about it. Um, The case for A.J. Hinch is a lot stronger than a lot of people outside of this city realize. This roster is still not very good. But A.J. Hinch is no effing joke. This team has a chance to go 500. And if he if they win 81 games, I am going to scream from the top of the mountains that he should win this award. And, and, and if they go sub-500, I know it's going to be really hard to justify giving uh, a sub-500 team manager of the year. I totally get it. The, this award honestly usually just goes to whoever has the best record anyway. Or like whoever made the biggest improvement. It's basically one of those two every year. But there's a legitimate case that the last full season we played, we lost 114 games. And with not a whole lot of roster... I mean, there's been some turmoil since then for sure. I'm I'm not going to make it sound like it's the same team or anything. But not like the roster has not improved that terribly much since 2019, to be completely honest with you. Not, Not enough... To, to be like, okay, we're going to go from losing 114 to being 500. It certainly hasn't improved that much. But this coaching staff and A.J. Hinch is, again, not to be effed with. 
And who else are you going to give it to? You can't, you're not going to give it to Cash again. He's already won it like 95 times. If Tony LaRussa wins this award, I I will, I will, I, I don't even know. That is a very quick way to get me to lose my damn mind. Tony LaRussa should not even come remotely close to winning this award. He, he, he They might win less than 90 games in a cupcake, horrible division. If Tony LaRusso wins this award, something is seriously wrong with Major League Baseball. Okay? Should not even come close. Boone's not getting it. That's for sure. Um, the other one I could see a really good argument for is Scott Surveys, the manager of the Seattle Mariners. Um, especially, if they can sweep into the postseason, I think it's probably his award, to be honest. I think taking this Mariners team... For in the same in the same breath as Hinch, for how much they've improved, um, I, I think I think him winning the award if they were to get the wild card would make a lot of sense to me. Uh, like Cora's not going to win it if the if the Red Sox won the AL East. I I might I probably would have said give Cora the award because again the Red Sox were another team. That were really supposed to finish fourth in the AL East, and now we're probably going to make the postseason. So, I, I, there is an argument for him for sure, uh, but I, I just I think it's important for people to realize that the AJ Hinch argument is really not that far fetched. And honestly, again, if this team goes five hundred, I think he probably should get your vote because what he has done with this roster and this lineup is honestly unbelievable. Over 500 against teams that are over 500. Over 500 on the season against teams that are currently in the playoff picture. Over 500 against teams that are currently in first place on the season. Over 500 on the year against all those teams with this roster. And honestly, if you take and I know you can't play this game, but if you take away April this team is legitimately in the back ha- the back end of the playoff picture. Like this team's right there with the Mariners and the A's, which is unbelievable. So I think he deserves a lot more love than he is inevitably going to get. I don't see them giving it to a team that's going to miss the postseason. Uh, so I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to have to have a long talk about it after it doesn't happen. But especially, again, if, if they go under 500, you know what? I'm still. I still think he deserves a lot more credit than he's going to get, and then that'll be a conversation. I'll. I'll still advocate for him to to get some votes and and such. But if they go 81 and 81, he should be your vote. Because again, look at this roster and tell me that's a 500 roster. Coming into the season, no one had us even coming close to this. I sure as heck didn't. I look like an idiot. I had us almost losing 100 games again. He should get a lot more consideration than he's going to get. And it's going to make a lot of people, including myself, really upset. Okay. I know this was a little bit longer, but I like to ramble. And it was a fun show. We talked MVP and, and all the awards. So that's uh, I thought this, this was a pretty fun show. Tomorrow, mailbag. Another reminder. Mailbag, mailbag, mailbag. Go ask questions about literally anything. I will answer them. Gratefully, 
Love you all to death. You guys are super interactive. I'm not worried about it. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. And I will catch y'all tomorrow for a mailbag. Go Tigers, baby.